Welcome to the Black Door Music Argument. Tonight we will, or today, or this afternoon, or whenever you are listening to this, I guess, we are discussing Dave Matthews, or as true fans know him, Dave. We will be doing a top five. I am Carrie. I'm Karsten. I'm Joshua. I'm, I'm Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Job. I think I'm going to stop correcting it. I'm just going to let it happen. <laughs> it's too much fun. That was wonderful. Yeah, so by top five, we're really having top four because there's four of us. Right. But we are technically having it in a in a list. Um, but, but really what we're looking to do is just kind of talk through Dave Matthews' band and kind of talk about our favorite songs. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do a spoiler alert that we're actually, a, a couple of us are going on the popular song side and a couple are not. But there are a number of songs that we are just not talking about and are kind of surprising. Um, Josh, you want to? You you had the one right off the top of the head that is escaping me right now. Um, so space between is right. like so. So for me, space between is like one of the most well known, if not like one of his top songs, but one of the well known songs that everybody knows. Like space between, like you know, like everybody knows that chorus uh, lead in. Uh, right there, it's it's, it's almost like a pre. It's the theme song for the pandemic, keeping six feet apart, the space between. A right, um, and we're, <laughs> we are not going to talk. Well, now that we are, right. I, I like how we're saying like these are things we're not talking about, so we'll talk about them a little bit. Space between, satellite crush, uh, so much to say, and there's a bunch of other ones that you know we just aren't talking about them, which is just kind of. It's good that you're mentioning yeah. we, them. Then. Yeah. We, we are aware that they exist. It's not that we don't care, but just aren't really our faves. But definitely check them out if you like it. Um, but th- there are other ones. And if you dislike it, please, you know, say something about it on MySpace or Snap or whatever the shit you feel yep. like talking about it on. Email Barry. He loves. Email Barry. Yeah. He, he loves getting hate mail. So. Yeah. Um, uh, he also Barry's loves love mail. Is, so. Uh, Barry Hearts Bob Dylan at uh, Bob Dylan dot net <laughs> at Bob Dylan plus the Beatles. Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> no, you know, I, I, I've been thinking about asking you to set up an email for me. something that go fuck yourself at Bob Dylan dot red or something like that. I, mean, I, I can look into it. It's, it's going to be a little expensive, but we can figure it out. <laughs> It's worth the money. I mean, that's really what it is. Anything's possible with the right amount of money, resources. Yeah, I mean, all the sponsors we have, like, we're rolling right now. Yeah, hey, if yeah. we can get a sponsor, <laughs> we'll just put a call out for it. If there is a sponsor out there who would like to get to pay for Barry to have the go fuck yourself at whatever website, <laughs> you know, we'd appreciate it. He really needs it. Really show people exactly what they feel. So if someone contacts the podcast, Barry just writes right back, go fuck yourself. You know? <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go deep cut first, deeper cut first. Carrie, why don't you go? All right, cool. Um, so when when you guys said Dave Matthews, the first song that comes to my head is always Bartender, um, which is off the album that we just discussed, uh, Busted Stuff from 2002. But the version that I actually always think of is from the Lily White Sessions, because that's how much of a hipster I am. Um they recorded in 99 and 2000, and then a lot of what they recorded then got onto Busted Stuff. Um, but it's one of those things I'm like, play Bartender, and then everyone does the Busted Stuff version. I'm like, oh, damn it. Because um, it's good. I just like, the, it's the thing of like the first time you hear it, that's what you want to hear. 
Um, I, it honestly, like, I, I just like it because it brings me back to living in Seattle, and I had my iPod, um, on, like, just shuffle, and somehow those were on my iPod, um, and I hadn't heard the song before, and I was driving in the rain, and, like, that one came on, and it was, like, I don't know, it just sounded different, and it kind of hooked me in a, like, new way, and so I just listened to it, like, a bunch of times when I was out there, um, yeah, I just like the, I just like the sound, his voice is a little gravelly in it, I always appreciate that, that's my story on Bartender. Uh, well, I'll talk about the song Crash Into Me, but first I want to start by saying it's not that I dislike Dave Matthews' band. It's just that I forget about them, mm -hmm. and in my head as a kid, I kept getting them and Hootie and the Blowfish confused. Mm. And Wait, they're so not the in, same band? That... I mean, have you ever seen them in the same room together? You personally, not videos, but have you ever seen them in the same? Ho Hootie wears his hat backwards. Dave Matthews is forwards. Oh, okay, all right. No, but like in, in my head, I would always get those two confused mentally, and it wasn't until I got older that I really kind of dug into them because it'd be like, oh, Dave Matthews band. I'm like, eh, Hootie's fine in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was kind of the end of it. And so uh, I, I will say like there were songs I really, I, I like, I really like Crashing to Me is probably one of the first ones I really, really enjoyed by Dave Matthews band. And um, so still in my head, I always giggle where I'm like, Dave Matthews Band, should I just listen to Hootie to be funny to myself now? Like, that's just kind of, you know, yeah, this is why I have no friends. Um, but Crash Enemy. Oh, also, I will go back and say, uh, my favorite versions of their stuff is actually off their live albums. I really like their live albums. They do a really great job with it. And I had an opportunity to work in um, the at Luther College. They have the album Live at Luther College by Dave Matthews Band that was recorded in the Center for Faith and Life. And I worked in the Center for Faith and Life um, for a period of time. And while I was there, uh, there's this whole story where they were just kind of set up and they were just doing this live show and they loved the acoustics of the space. Um, the Center for Faith and Life at Luther College has a very unique space. It was actually built for the acoustics of an organ. And like they weren't expecting to have the size organ that they could get because they were afraid it was going to be too expensive. So they built in these echo chambers in the whole facility that when you open them up, it would make a small organ sound much bigger. That was the whole design. Um, so there's really unique acoustics in the room. And as they were sound checking, they were like, oh, shoot, we should record this thing. And they're like, hey, can we get splits? We see some mics hanging up in the ceiling up there. And so the technicians did it, but then also ran it into their own recording. <laughs> and so there are copies of the unmixed Dave Matthews band live from Luther College that were floating around amongst technicians there, which was just kind of funny because it was their mics. But never sold them or anything they just you know have them and i i i never listened to them or ever saw them but so the story goes the guy was like yeah it was really kind of cool to have them and i was like oh how do they sound uh, like garbage compared to the recording <laughs> but i have them <laughs> like i did a thing you know so yeah but you know dave dave and the matthews band uh yeah they just commented on how it was a really interesting space so uh crash into me though I think the thing about it is that came out in 96, I believe, charted 97. Um, and I remember fairly shortly after that listening to it, and I just liked, I, I was in boys' choir when I was young, and I enjoyed just singing along, and I just loved the melody of it, and I just liked harmonizing with Dave. And I really enjoyed that part of Dave Matthews' band. 
And Crash Into Me was kind of the song that I just enjoyed singing along with the most. It was fun to harmonize to. You know, I just liked the rhythm, the everything. Um, but I will say, I fell into the not listening to the lyrics at all until I was a later teenager. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, you know, eight, ten years from there, maybe. And then, like, really listen to it and go, oh, shoot. <laughs> this is this is so much better than I thought it was. <laughs> and... Um, Again, I'm sure that everyone knows, but Crash Into Me, it, 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 it's a, it's a little dirty. And I actually thought of Crash Into Me when we were talking about the explicit songs. When everyone else was talking about the sexual connotation of a song that you don't realize necessarily at first, this is one that that was what it was for me. Mm-hmm. To me, it was just like, oh, Crash Into Me, like, oh, I want you to be near me is kind of the way I was associating it. And then I'm like, oh no, 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 <laughs> this is, you know, mm. <laughs> this is, this is, you know, essentially just a fucking song, you know. And uh, yeah, Crash Into Me, love it, and. I don't understand how, even when I was younger, the hike up your skirt a little more and show the world to me, how did I not pick that thing up? <laughs> Just like biggest facepalm for apparently how innocent I was, maybe. Or I was just really focused on my, my dope-ass harmonies. But, um, yeah, Crash Into Me. Just really great. I, I Again, I I appreciate the vocal performance of it. It's It's... It has all of that intimacy about a song about crashing into someone. It really <laughs> brings that intimacy directly into the song, and you can kind of, you can hear it. Wouldn't quite say you could feel it, but yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, the, that's that's a good song. That's one of the ones that I think of like as like one of the top songs that Dave Matthews Band is known for. And on that same album, number forty-one uh, from Crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is one of my go-to songs. Uh, it's kind of like obscure, but uh, powerful lyrics, interesting chords. Uh, it's like a jam session uh, that they come up with and then have a couple like words on top of this jam session. Uh, and so, like when I when I think of this song, I think of the the different solos that are on it. Which which uh, when you think of like saxophone solos, like you know who's who's the person you think of the most is George Michael, right? Baker Street. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or Baker Street. Uh but uh so this this is one of those like uh sexiest riffs that you can hear uh on sexiest. on oh, I know, right? I went there. I did it. Uh you're welcome. Uh but this is like one of those one of those songs that you can listen to and it is totally a a jam song um with like the lyrics kind of layered on t- on top of it kind of give like the same thing as to to crash into me so you, you listen to it and then it's not until years later which like was for me like yesterday when i actually looked at the lyrics <laughs> and it was like oh my gosh like there's so much going on in this song like yeah like i like appreciate the song even even more now uh just kind of listen to it so i for me my top top number one is number 41 so i will say you described it as it sounds like a jab jam session that they put lyrics over the top of, which is both like an insult and a compliment at the same time. But I will say whenever I hear that song, I immediately think of just like hanging out in like a dentist's office or a doctor's <laughs> office waiting to go back where it's just soft enough that it's like, you know, some dudes like, I think we can get away to playing some Dave here in the lobby and you know, no one will complain. Like that's essentially the way that I think about it. Like, it's not offensive enough 
to people of a certain generation that they would complain and it's not like dope enough that the younger kids would be like, yeah, turn it up. It's just, you know, something. Yeah, definitely something. And that, uh, you know, yeah. that, that's why you think of George Michael when, when you listen to this song. And Dude, Careless Whisper is the perfect <laughs> song, in my opinion, because it could play anywhere and it's going to be appropriate. Funeral, wedding, elevators, uh, dental offices, prom, Careless Whisper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hold so music. That, <laughs> so, that, yeah. So, so number 41 is what I'm going for. And then, like, I, I know that they had a particular album. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out, uh, not album, sorry, concert. Uh, and like where they actually riffed and they jammed for 32 minutes on this song. Um, and so like kind of awesome to, to think about, like just, you know, that must've been a great concert. They must've been, they were literally waiting for everyone to get back into the dental (laughs) office. And until, until they were gone, they were just going to keep playing. And the doctor was running a little behind coming back from lunch. It was the first song they were waiting for everybody to get in. That was. <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite uh, Dave Matthews band. Uh, is it Dave Matthews or Dave Matthews band? I guess it's Dave, Dave Matthews, Matthews band. band song. Is Ant it's his band, man. Off the Under the Table and Dreaming album, which uh, I didn't know which album it was on. I actually didn't know the name of the song until I listened to it today. Um because I kind of like Carson is just a passing. I I appreciate Dave Matthews music, but it's not one that kind of like I don't. I've never owned any of his albums. But let me tell you, when I was checking into my uh, freshman dorm room, I'm pretty sure that every room was issued a copy of Under the Table and Dreaming <laughs> because you couldn't go down the fucking hall without hearing Dave Matthews. If only they just everybody you sync couldn't up. be fucking in the hall <laughs> yeah, you without listening fucking. to Dave Matthews. Officially explicit, and uh, hey. uh, yeah. So I mean, it was just I mean this that album. I listened to the whole album today, and it, it's just it specifically put me right in a you know when you talk about you know your freshman year of college, and that's like okay. Is that when you're, you're talking about Bob Marley shirt today? <laughs> no, that's not. I just happened to put That's on when you're talking about your okay. freshman year of college. Yes. Okay. We can... Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I'll put me right back to that thing. Anyways, um, uh, got my Bob Marley shirt on, wearing my Birkenstocks. What's up? <laughs> Reservoir yeah. Dogs poster Kid in from the Ale- background. <laughs> Kid from Alexandra, Minnesota. Here I am. Yeah. Got introduced to culture. Here it is. Culture in Fargo. <laughs> Where's Dave? Guys, you guys listen to Dave lately? Dave's not here, Wanna man. kick some sack? Dave's not here, man. But it's a great song, too, because I remember listening to it in college and saying, oh, yeah, you know, I can't believe all these people just go through their lives and don't even, you know, pay attention to the world around them. And it's like, yeah, now I'm 43 and I'm like, huh, what happened to 23 years? It's uh, it's gone by pretty quick. But, you know, that happens. You try to... Where did those 23 years go? Damn yeah, it, man. Well, I guess technically it'd be twenty five if I was eighteen when I was checking into my freshman year dorm. So, so yeah, twenty five years later, still a still a pretty good song. Ants marching, and um, Josh, you might be interested to know that is off the Under the Table and Dreaming, not the Crash album. So, 
Yeah, thank you. I know you were a little confused. Yeah, I, I was a little confused but, earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Right before we started recording, recording, Josh actually made a statement about how everyone was on the Crash album, and Barry opted to correct him. And I went, "Why did you do that? You should have saved it for the recording." <laughs> it have been you so good. It happen. It'd have been so good. Um, I also so with ants in- marching instead, like you just you know, like you gave me an opt out, and like I actually sounded smart for for one episode, and so. <laughs> I also want to uh, just give a shout out to the Bloomington Bros, who are like, they um, are, I guess, a comedy duo that uh, they have a couple of YouTube videos that I watched in college, but they, um, they sing some parodies of songs. One of them is a Nickelback one, which is amazing, but um, they sing, there's, uh, there's so many one ways I don't know. How to drive in Minneapolis. And every time I'm in Minneapolis and I see a one way, that part rings in my head. So I just wanted to give a quick shout out to them. There you go. Thank you for that. Mm. And now I hope um, all of you feel that way when you drive in Minneapolis or anywhere. Yeah. Put your well, I just wanted there. to point <laughs> I just wanted to point out a couple fun things I I do know about Dave Matthews that I that I like. He's apparently an avid cyclist and so whenever he you know they'll pull in, they'll get their sound check done, and then he'll go for a for a nice bike ride. And uh, one time he had a, a problem with his bike. I believe he uh, popped the popped the tire, didn't have an extra tube, and uh, a couple uh, ladies were driving by and they didn't know who he was. And they said, "Hey, could you give me a ride? It's just five miles down the road." They gave him a ride, and then he had uh, one of his assistants comp him tickets to the show, and they were uh, pretty excited about that. But. Uh, hmm. So he seems like a pretty nice guy, and you gotta like a cyclist, right, Josh? Oh, of course. I mean, he could have walked. Uh, it was only five miles. <laughs> so I want to go ahead and just back up to talk about ants marching again. Um, I wanted to also say, listening to Dave Matthews Band again, it's a gravelly voice. I really actually enjoy his vocal performances. I really do. Um, I feel I'll use the word it's nuanced, <laughs> but I will also say. I would like to add some Dave Matthews stuff to my list of songs I want to get other people to sing at karaoke. Mm-hmm. Because Ants Marching really feels like one I want to get Drunk Barry singing. Yes. <laughs> it, Can we get a recording I'm just that? saying, and maybe not. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, like, as, as as it's going through, it's like, I'm singing along with it. And it's just one of those, like, oh, got it, got it, here I go. Dick. Nope, don't got oh, it. No. Like, And it's not too high. It's just, just enough that his performance is really great and everyone else just kind of sounds like someone has headphones on and is just singing way too loud that that's kind of the way yeah. it just feels and again i'm i take that as a compliment to senior dave that it doesn't sound like that on the recording it, it, it's similar to take on me in the case you're like oh this is it's it's easy i can do this right there's there's nothing to it no really great performance and then for Dave as a person, I know that you were continuing on the way you were talking about it. If you haven't seen the movie, just go with it. He is in this movie and it is just fun. It's just a lot of fun. He is very funny in it. Definitely check it out. Just go with it. Mm-hmm. Just go with it. <laughs> All right. Anybody have any closing thoughts on Senior Dave or the Matthew or the yeah, or the Matthews Band. <laughs> I think I might uh, add some Matthews Band to my collection to uh, into my rotation. Uh, so mm-hmm. you gonna get some vinyl I've bear? Been, I've been, 
I've been overlooking him for I you know I I don't think I'm gonna make the vinyl leap, but I'll I'll uh I I I don't know if they have it, but if they have live at Luther College on vinyl, I would recommend for you. No, yeah, and I've I've heard that recording before because I had a friend who was very excited about it uh when it came out. So mm-hmm. you got to realize that that whole late '90s, I was in college, so I, I've I've heard. A lot of Dave Matthews, just that don't have it in my collection. Fair enough. All right. Well, I've been Karsten. I've been Carrie. I've been Joshua. And I've been Barry. Thank you for sharing your time with us. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, baby it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside.